The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website freshfm.net for our contact details. Well, good morning, everybody. This is Sally Reese from Healthy Options, and uh, we're in the studio this morning with um, Graham, who's from Nelson, and Graham works at the local hospital. So we're going to um, speak um, and find out about his story, which is quite fascinating. So good morning, Graham, and welcome. Good morning, Sally. How are you? Um, well, thanks. Yeah, very well. Yeah. So, um, so. You've come from England, and I guess you were practicing as a doctor in England, is that right? Yes, we uh, came to New Zealand about 2004. Um, we actually sailed ourselves on a boat from England. Um, took a few years to get here, but uh, mm-hmm. I had been qualified as a consultant in England before leaving, and I was looking for work in New Zealand when I got here. Mm. Unfortunately, a job came up in Nelson about that time, and I managed to get into the position, and I worked full-time until 2011. Mm. And after that, I've moved into more part-time based working, which uh, suits me. Mm. So are you a general doctor or are you specialised? I, I, I specialise in anaesthetics. Oh, so okay. I work mm. in operating theatre mostly. Mm. Mm. Great. And so um, have you had any um, illness you know, in your life? That's, um, well, I suppose over the course of many years, as um this, this change that happened to me was about six years ago, and I was approaching my mid-50s, and about that time, as a lot of men do, they were starting to pile on a few pounds, mm. and no matter what I seemed to do, I tried lots of diets, um, usually lose a bit of weight, but then I'd regain it again, mm. sort of classic yo-yo dieting. Mm. Um, and also, at that point, I'd started noticing my blood pressure was going up. You know, I do check it myself. Right. And I'd had some discussions with the GP about it, and we were talking about perhaps starting on some antihypertensives, blood pressure treatments, mm. and also my cholesterol, unfortunately, was also quite high. Mm. And for people in, in their mid-50s, being overweight, being high blood pressure and high cholesterol, mm. it's not a good outgo- outlook for a very healthy um, last few years of your life. Mm. Mm. So... I was in this sort of position, I think, ready to receive or to undertake a change, but I wasn't really sure what that change would be. Mm. I think the main thing, the stimulus that started that change was actually listening to Saturday Morning with Kim Hill one morning, about six years ago to the month, Mm. and she was interviewing an American surgeon by the name of Caldwell Esselstyn. Oh, yes, Um, I've heard of him. Yeah, he is a very well-known surgeon in the States mm-hmm. and was working at the Cleveland Clinic and had decided that he wasn't really helping much by doing a lot of surgery and chopping out cancers all the time. He wanted to try and find something which would maybe prevent these cancers from occurring. Mm-hmm. But the whole field of cancer medicine is very difficult to, to treat and deal with. Many people have looked at it for many years. So he mm-hmm. concentrated more on heart disease. 
and he took a, a group of people um, who had really had some serious cardiac problems, including, and they'd had many treatments, they'd had coronary artery bypass grafts and stents and all the medications that would normally be associated with this. Mm. And they were basically passed over by the medical profession, told to go and live out their last years as best they could. Mm. There was no further treatment for them. He took these patients into a trial, initially just a small group of 20, and was put them on a whole food, plant-based diet, very low in oil. Mm. All fats and oils were really very low. Um, And the people that were able to stick to this diet, it's it's quite difficult to change to that Mm. sort of degree. They were still alive after 20 years. There's only one person that didn't stick to the diet, and he died within a relatively short period of time. Mm. But um, since then, he's gone on to produce a lot more studies like this, and he's got a large clinic which treats these patients. And he was discussing this with Kim Hill, Mm. and was... um, the stuff he was saying was quite astonishing. He was saying that you not only can you prevent heart disease, but you can reverse it. And as doctors, we were taught that this, this doesn't happen. Mm. You know, once you get the atheroma, you know, the buildup of plaque in your arteries, that's a hard lump which stays there, and mm. there's no way that's going to go away. Mm. So well, you treat it with um, various drugs to try and minimize those symptoms. The, um, I think the... Issues that we were f- I was facing myself was that I didn't want to start on these various drugs because I was facing t- starting high blood pressure pills and also the uh, statins for my cholesterol. So when he started talking like this, I thought there's something that needs to be investigated further. Mm. So my wife, Anne, and, and myself, both of us, agreed that we'd follow this route and have a little look to see a bit more what we could find out about it. Mm. And there is actually quite a lot of stuff out there. Mm. Um, not just Caldwell Esselstyn, but there's also people like Dr. Dean Ornish um, and Dr. McDougall mm. in the States. These people have been treating this, these sort of conditions with plant-based diets for some years and very successfully. Mm. And I think one of the most important things we found was um, the China study, which was a book mm. produced by T. Colin Campbell, which is a sort of scientific uh, epidemiological study of a large group of people in China, mm. which had some amazing results again, which indicated that diet is uh, an integral part to health in the long term. So we decided that we would go on to this mode of eating, mm. and around about Christmas time, we started to use up all the food that we'd had in the house. Mm. We didn't want to throw anything <laughs> away. And one of our friends used to grow organic grass-fed beef, and he, we'd bought a quarter of a cow off him. So right. we'd had that in our freezer, so we didn't mm. want to waste that. Mm. So we used these things up, um, and bit by bit, we transitioned to a, a plant-based diet. Mm. About this time, I was retiring from my full-time practice and going on to part-time work, and part of that in- involved a three-month sailing trip around New Zealand. Mm. Actually, just the South Island, right. but um, that's yeah. the, <laughs> the yeah. more challenging part. Right. <coughs> Excuse me. So we stored the boat up with a lot of dried foods, pulses, grains, and as much fresh fruit and vegetables we could get on board, mm. and we set off. Mm-hmm. Um, we completed the round trip round bottom of Stewart Island and back up the other side, past Fiordland, back to Nelson in three months. And I noticed as we were going along, the weight fell off. But unfortunately, wow. so did my trousers. <laughs> so every yeah. every few 
weeks we'd stop at another port mm. and pop into the charity shop and mm. buy some different right. clothes and <laughs> transfer my old clothes out. <laughs> so bit by bit, we um, I was I was losing weight quickly. Wow. We got back to Nelson and I weighed and I'd lost nearly thirty kilograms. Gosh. So Three I'd gone months. down a lot. Mm. Yeah. Well, I suppose it was mm. a bit longer than that. I suppose mm. twenty-five kilos, and then ultimately it was about thirty. Mm. So what effect did it have on your energy levels? Well, that's the amazing mm. thing because mm. we were eating large meals, and it's a physical job sailing a boat in those conditions. It's, mm. it's hard work. Mm. So we were never hungry. We were at large portions, mm. big, big, healthy, large meals, mm. things like stews and rich vegetable soups. Um, Large amounts of grains and pulses, lots of rice, lots of pasta, mm. all the, as close to whole whole food as we could get, um, and re- resupplied with fresh fruit and vegetables as we went. Mm. Mm. So we were never really hungry, but despite that, my weight just dropped off, mm. and it stayed off. Mm. Um, when I go back to Nelson, the uh, a lot of our friends were saying how <laughs> slim I looked and how yeah. much weight I'd lost. Mm. And I went back to the GP, had a chat with him again. My blood pressure, unfortunately, hadn't changed a huge amount, right. but my cholesterol was ridiculously low. Wow. It had gone mm. from nearly 6 down mm. to about 3.2, which is astonishing. In mm. fact, the nurse at the surgery said, so who started you on statins? Oh. <laughs> and I said, nobody. She said, no, you must have. No, we don't see this sort of change right. without statins. Mm. And I said, what do you have now? Yeah. And I think that is mm. one of the things Paul Rasselson talks about in his book, which is Prevent and Reverse Heart Disease. Mm. He talks about getting the um, cholesterol down to a level less than about 150 in their American terms, which is about 3.8 in our terms. Right. So if you can get mm. it below that, then the mm. likelihood of new atheroma forming is much less. And in fact, old atheroma starts to get resorbed. Mm-hmm. And he shows angiographic studies, you know, mm-hmm. the studies where they put dye into the coronary arteries, mm-hmm. um, showing these arteries going from thin, thready little things to wide open pipes. Mm-hmm. So this is documented, scientifically proven uh, evidence. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 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 I've got a friend in the UK at the moment. They've just, they've just left here to go back and he's in hospital with a bad heart and he's got seven stents already and they're thinking of maybe putting another one in but um so um i've sent her a little bit of information yes i think yes. um it's up to us to look after our own health it is it really? empowers you mm. it really does help you take charge rather mm. than being sort of responsible just at the um if relying on pills and potions from your doctor and taking charge of it Mm. yourself you Mm. can actually see the effects as they happen Mm. and you can see how much benefit it's doing you yeah so it really gives you a positive feedback loop if you like yes it makes you wonder what else what (coughs) else is possible (laughs) yeah yes so what was your diet like in england before you know yeah i suppose i had a standard mm. western diet Mm. we tried mm. to eat what we thought was healthily. We tried to eat, as I said, the organic beef, mm. free-range chickens and eggs. Mm. We tried not to eat too much meat in the week, mm. um, maybe save it for a roast at weekends and small amounts of meat and fish, mostly chicken and lean meat. Mm. But also, uh, I think my weakness was I like cheese. Right. So I used to have cheese a yes. lot. Yeah. And <laughs> large amounts of it. Right. I used to put cheese on everything and my favorite lunch would be a cheese sandwich and right. i used to have a slice of cheese with my cracker before bed that sort of thing yeah and i like dairy so i used to have a lot of milk mm. um 
Supermarket milk. Supermarket milk, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I used to drink it by the glass. Right. Just to, uh, mm. <laughs> as a refreshing drink. Yeah. <laughs> which now I discovered is, is not good for you. <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently um, we're one of the highest countries. Our consumption of milk is one of the highest. And, and also osteoporosis is... Exactly, yes. Very high in New Zealand. It's, so that there's doesn't a, direct, a direct link, isn't there? You, you mm. look at the amount of dairy consumption mm. and the rates of osteoporosis go up with it. Mm. So it's something not quite right there. No, that's right. No. So you can get lots of calcium from plants and mm. seeds and things. So, um, yeah, that's one of the benefits of swapping to plants. Yeah. I think one of the other things I found was there were other little minor things which improved, such mm. as I had arthritis in my fingers. Oh. And my, a lot of my, my mother had that too. And mm. uh, she, she also has adopted this way of eating and her arthritis has gone and so has mine. Wow. I used to have back pain and a lot of stiffness in the mornings, especially when I woke up. Mm. And that's much better. Mm. I sleep better. Mm. I don't have the same bowel problems I used to. I don't get heartburn mm. or reflux. Mm. And my bowels are great. Right, yeah. <laughs> Probably don't need to go there, though. No. <laughs> no well, it is, um, you know, one of the symptoms, people just take it for granted that everything's all right. But it is, you know, a symptom of things going wrong, you know, your digestive system. That's right, yeah. yeah. I think mm. a lot of it's to do with your gut microbiome, but I think that's probably a whole topic on its own. Yes, indeed, yes. Well, I give talks around the town um, for an hour or so, then I give them a green smoothie. And I, I do mention... Um, um, the bowel movements and all that because it's a big, it's a it part is. of it. It's a very mm. important part. Mm. Yeah. I once worked with a, a young guy um, several years ago who said he only pooed once a week on a Thursday, <laughs> and <laughs> his father did the same. So <laughs> yeah, I don't know if <laughs> he's still alive. That's or not. not good. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> pretty difficult. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, so we're just nearly running out of time. Um, anything else? Uh, well, I, I think um, the main message mm, is that mm. this way of eating, I, I wouldn't call it a diet, I think it's just mm. an approach to the life. And mm. It has become a complete mm. change in our life. Mm. And I think we feel so much better for it, more energy. Mm. We're able to do a lot more than we used to. Mm. Um, and I, I've, I think the whole thing has really made a big difference to my life. Yeah, it's not like just it. me, it's, it's not just in the younger age group because my mm. parents also had the same changes in their life. Right. My father had an MI, he was told he needed um, bypass surgery right. and we persuaded him to try this way of eating. Three years oh. later he's doing absolutely well, he's off oh. all his medications oh, wow. and he's completely avoided any surgery. Right, oh, that's great. so good isn't it? And, yeah. and we, we never know <coughs> the ripple effect of what we do, um, how it's going to affect other people that we meet, you know especially people we've known, and they can see the changes in us. And, you know, they might get inspired and think, hmm, maybe we should have a go, you know. Yeah. And, yeah, it ripples out. I think that's all mm. you can do is to try mm. and set an example by your own by your own efforts, really. Mm. Absolutely. Um, you try telling yeah. people this is how you should do things, <coughs> it's, it's not going to work. Mm. That's right. Mm. Well, thank you very much. That's been really um, enlightening and... Um, Hopefully lots of people in Nelson will have listened to it (laughs) and be inspired as well to make some changes. So thank you very much, Graham, for coming in today. Okay, it's my pleasure. Thank you. Great, thanks. Thanks, Sally.
The podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show, first broadcast on Fresh FM, the Top of the South's community access media station, with support from New Zealand On Air. The funding of Access Media makes these podcasts possible. To find similar programs by other community access media stations, go online to accessmedia.nz.